Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fueled by Girls podcast, a podcast for purpose-driven female entrepreneurs. In today's episode, we have Joel Maravellas, an entrepreneur and visual content master at JCC Agency. At her agency, Jay has the mission to provide every company an affordable, all-encompassing service that includes from content creation, content management, to digital marketing. Her main reason to set up a full marketing and creative agency is from the realization of how important it is for all companies, no matter how big or small they are, to have an ally in their digital transformation in the new age of business as consumers increasingly use online channels to shop. She recently took on the role as a creative director at an international tech company. Hi, Joy, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, welcome, and thank you for having me. Great, great. So, we'd like to know a bit more about your story. Please let us know, how did you start your business? Well, JCC was started during the pandemic, the first lockdown, March 2020. But actually, I had made some attempts of a business before that. But, you know, none of them really ticked off right off. So, during the pandemic... I was employed, actually, I was having thoughts of leaving my business, but my employer fired me very abruptly. And that actually was a big shock for me. And I took that shock and used it to fuel me to try and launch my business again. And that time around, it worked like a charm. Oh, wow. Wow. That is amazing. So please let us know what made you choose to found a creative agency. Is it because of your experience or as a personal preference? Could you tell us a bit more about that? Of course. Well, I started my career and my um, academic career, you know, my studies as mm -hmm. a professional photographer specializing in advertising and audiovisual arts. So I'm very creative, artistic, and I love to make content. But as I was working with my last employer and some clients, I realized that many clients actually get content, creative work, like they get their products, shots, photos, videos, but they don't really know exactly how to use this. And I believe that content and having digital assets is an investment every company should make. And like any other investment, they should really know how to use that content to make it bring the best return it can. So I went on and got certified in digital marketing. And now I actually make content strategies for different channels like Facebook, Instagram, websites, a blog. And I really try to get my clients to have the best content that suits his brand and also communicate it through the right channels in order to create an overall rounded and branded digital presence. All right. All right. So let's say... This is a major step that you had to make and, and being fired has been, let's say, one of the triggers that made you decide. But we've had previous discussions and besides the fact of going through this tough period, there were other things happening into your life not related directly with your work. Could you tell us a bit more about this? Yes, of course. Well, my life was about, you know, very disorganized and with a lot of stress because of the pandemic. And I believe a lot of people can relate to this. Mm -hmm. And I'm also raising a daughter on my own. 
So my stress levels, when I got fired, they were like crazy. It was a very challenging period for me. I had a lot of stress and uh, anxiety and I got depressed because I couldn't bear the financial stress and insecurity I had. So I had to really make myself see and find what could be positive in this situation and hang on to that and find what the steps are to move toward that, which was very hard and challenging, but feasible because I'm here now. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's an amazing achievement, you know, to bounce back from such a situation. As we all know, having being through a depression episode or something that is related to your mental health happens that we we don't have so much control over it, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like having a broken leg that we know in a couple of weeks is going to be okay. Today can be okay, but tomorrow it can go back. So are there any strategies that you put in place to, let's say, improve in those scenarios? Yes. The first and most important thing is that you actually realize that it's okay to ask for help and really believe, like be easy on yourself. It's okay to ask for help and it's okay to take some things slower. So I had actually been doing psychotherapy before, but it wasn't helping me because the depression was, some days were very hard. I just wanted to be in bed all day. So I decided that I would take medication if Mm -hmm. it was needed. And I did for three years. And the medication actually really helped me get up. It made all my days be a little more balanced. But it was very important that I realized that medication is not a permanent solution. So medication was like my help, my support system. And I had to actually get my life around by creating new habits. So I started a healthy diet. I started yoga, working out. And then about work, I had to adjust work and my expectations of myself in order to be more easy on myself so I can have the room to heal and get better. All right. But I think this is quite important, right? Highlighting the fact that we need to give ourselves space sometimes, mm-hmm. space to heal, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's so important. And we, as an entrepreneurs, we often neglect this kind of things and we let it go until we cannot. It's very difficult to stop it in a way. So I think that is very impressive achieving this level of self-awareness. Yes. Well, it's with work, it's an important thing is to put right priorities. So for example, if I had a bad day, instead of saying, okay, I'm taking the entire day off, I chose the most pressing tasks and did all my basics. Like I replied to my emails, or if I saw that I had to push a deadline because I'm not well enough and I'm not feeling creative and it's just not going to happen, I would inform the client. So being honest with the other person actually made me be less stressed. Okay, so let's say prioritizing your tasks and also communicating expectations with your clients would be the two like tools that you put in place to manage this situation. 
Yes. Along with uh, creating and maintaining the personal care habits, I told you, because you should always, if yourself is not okay, then you're not going to do well in your work. Exactly. Exactly. So in this prioritization process, right? So a very important aspect is is also productivity, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So how do you master your productivity? To achieve, because you're balancing not only work, you're balancing raising a kid by yourself. So there are so many things to be taken into account and you're managing your business, your new position. So how are you able to, you know, keep yourself productive? Well, the most important thing I'll say again is staying in touch with yourself. Mm -hmm. So if I'm stressed, And I look at my calendar and I see 10 tasks I have to do. All I'm going to think about is, oh my God, nothing's going to happen. I don't have any time. And you're just going to start stressing about everything. So every morning I do some yoga and I start my day calm. I look at the tasks and with a calm mind, I can be realistic about everything and know Like I have certain times of the day that are good for emails and other times of the day that are good for creative tasks, like designing something or making a video. So I try and group my tasks and move on like that. But the most important thing is looking at everything with a calm mind. All right. So let's say it's like moving around the task Mm -hmm. or whenever you feel, let's say, more productive or more, you know, in a creative mindset, so to say. Mm-hmm. We've also touched upon in you know in in previous conversations on the important role of using certain tools that allows you to keep this productivity level right. So mm-hmm. one of them mm-hmm. is the use, for instance, of a CRM. Could yes. you explain us a bit more about this? Of course. When I actually started trying to group and prioritize my tasks. I started using a whiteboard in my office, but then I saw that the whiteboard has X amount of space and I have so many things that are going on at the same time. So I started looking for a CRM software that would help me visualize everything, have it on a calendar. And actually I chose one that gives me the option to drag and drop, let's say my tasks. So everything's on the calendar and I can just push them around and sort of visualize how my time is going to work out. So I think that's a very important thing when somebody looks for what software they're going to use. It should be a software that either is made specifically for their niche market, or it's a software that they can customize to fit their process. So on this, I think it's also very important to say, how did you decide for a specific CRM? Because There are so many other tools in the market Mm -hmm. nowadays. So the two criteria be, for instance, the ability to, let's say, scale it in the future, but also have it for your niche market. Is there any other criteria that you'd recommend? Well, the first is, as you said, to see if it can actually be scaled in the future. That would a big role is the pricing. You can mm-hmm. like you can see what the pricing would look like when you have more users on, more members of your team. And then you need to see if the features it offers cover your niche. And if they don't, if it can be customized. For example, some niches, like if you do photography projects, certain CRMs exist that are made specifically for that. 
But if you're doing something, if your processes involve a little bit more things and you have them connected in your own unique way, you need to have a CRM that can be customized. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So, I mean, CRM, of course, it is important and enables you to do so much more from sharing documents with your team and many other features, right? But would you say how important it is to have a well-defined process beforehand? Because the way I see the CRM is like an enabler type of thing where you can, as you mentioned, customize certain uh, features or organize your processes and things like that. But you would need some space beforehand to have, let's say, a process. Mm -hmm. Well, a CRM can be used in simple ways. For instance, you could use it just for the calendar and the project tracking. You can like define certain stages of your project and have a total view of, let's say I have 20 active projects and five of them are at the final stage. And you can actually check on yourself and see how long it took for you to deliver this project. But you could add to that in the future and a CRM can actually become your client's database and the tool you use to oversee your entire organization's operations. So you can start with project management, which is something simple that you need every day. And slowly as your business grows, you want your CRM to be able to grow with you and become your database. And it's your center. Like if the CRM goes down, your business doesn't work. Everything goes through there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. So... Going back a bit to your whole story and and the challenges that you've had, and now I think you're at the place in a place of a bit more stability. I think it requires a process of like creating or fighting to create your own, let's say, circumstances or your mm -hmm. own, let's say, story in this overcoming challenges. And it's like the way I could describing is just be born again, right, from <laughs> yes. difficult, difficult challenges. So how do you create your own circumstances? I think that's, that's quite interesting. Well, first of all, you have to be able to visualize it. If you can't see where you want to be, then you're not going to get there. So first, you have to do some inner work and decide what you want how that's going to look for you and what changes it's going to bring in your life. And then as Bazoma St. John, which is Netflix's CMO says, you have to claim it. If you don't ask for it, you're not going to get it. So you have to make actions that move you toward what you want. And step by step, things are going to change. I think this is great. So for instance, imagine someone new that's going to start recently a business, especially female entrepreneurs and females that are women that are, you know, looking to start their business. What, from your experience or from everything that you've went through, what advice would you give them to start? Well, my advice is that you should prepare yourself because starting your own business is something very exciting and very fulfilling when you mm -hmm. achieve it, but it is hard and stressful and it requires a large amount of grinding, energy, effort, dedication, and patience. So my advice is that everyone should be prepared with that and 
I sort of made peace with that idea that it's going to be very hard. And if you do that, you can actually set up some, some habits or have some plans for what happens if you get too tired and you start to stray off the path. You have to be able to refocus yourself, push through and keep on going. Yeah. So for instance, that's quite an interesting topic, you know, at some on the way people, well, you, you will see a lot of setbacks, right? So, and a setback, it doesn't mean that you're not going to achieve it at the end of the day. It just means that sometimes you need to take a step backwards so you can move forward, right? Exactly. But some people take a setback as if that's the end, right? Whereas sometimes you just need to push a bit more to, to go to the next phase. How would you deal with such a situation? Well, you have to have faith. And I'm not talking about religion right now. Everybody can choose what they want to have faith. Then it can just be in yourself or in the universe, whatever anybody chooses. You have to have faith that you're going to try again. And next time you're going to succeed because nobody gets it with the first try. So basically we have to look at every failure as a lesson and then try again while correcting what you did wrong. Yeah, I think that's that's very inspiring. So besides this advice and from also a bit from from your experience, we know that the entrepreneurial journey is quite long. So I mean we've we're seeing constantly messages of people that have achieved success overnight. And and we know that this is not really the reality of becoming an entrepreneur. So from your experience. How long did it took you to, from, let's say, from starting your business until your business became, had a certain level of stability and it enabled you to say, all right, now I'm in a better position, right? At least two years, I would say. But before those two years, I've been working as a freelancer for 10 years. So, and about becoming a success overnight. I know it, it seems like that a lot of the time to people when they look from the outside, but really every case like that, the person has been working towards that goal all his life. It's just that that person has not been advertising his efforts. So when you see it, okay, it looks like it was overnight, but it really requires a lot of work, repetition and dedication. Yeah, I fully agree. I fully agree with that. It's just, it takes much more time behind, let's say, doing background work than most people realize. Yes. I think it's important also to bring awareness and be more open about the overnight success topic. Sometimes just to, you know, just to realize how long does it take Mm -hmm. to really become successful. All right. Thank you very much for for your time today, Joy. I think it was a really nice conversation and and all the topics we've touched upon will help many other women entrepreneurs or women who would like to start a business to get some insights into what entrepreneurship looks like, into what dealing with mental health issues can be challenging, but they can also overcome it. I think your story is really inspiring in that sense. So I'd like to to thank you also for for joining us today and we we keep in touch yes definitely thank you for having me and i really enjoyed this as well 